Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Jennifer Bowers, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Super excited to be here. I am super excited to have you, and this is your first time joining us on the pod, so we will start where we do with all of our guests, and that is at the beginning. Tell us your AOPI story. Okay, so my AOPI story is a little interesting. Um, So when I went through Rush my freshman year, I was really shocked by all the houses, and like I walked into houses and like no one looks like me. I didn't have anyone I thought I could connect with. And that was my first day. So I was like very discouraged. I remember even calling my mom crying saying like, I don't know what I signed up for. Like, this is not what I want to do. And my mom was just like, well, I've already paid the fees for the week. So you're going to go throughout the week and, and figure it out. Like go through it. And then, you know, on Friday, if you don't match anywhere, that's fine. But you're going to go through the process because I've already paid the $200 for you to do this. So you're doing it. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm doing it. And then the second day, second to the last house, I walk into AOPI and it literally just felt like home. I like saw people who look like me and it was a diverse group of women. You know, we had Hispanic, Asian race. It was also just different personalities as well. Like it wasn't even just only racial or like what appearances. It was just more in depth conversations. Like we were like one girl, I remember we talked about Harry Potter and then the next girl we were talking about like shoes and like designer bags. And it was like, just like the variety of just different conversations. And it just like, I like left the house and I, immediately called my mom and I was like I think I found the house like this is so much great it has everyone like me like it reminds me of our family like this is awesome and she was like okay we'll continue throughout the week and so I did and AOPI was always my top choice and it was the number one and it was it was really interesting because on my campus AOPI wasn't the best chapter on the campus so everyone kept trying to discourage me on that chapter and I was just like no this is my home I know it's my home I don't care what y'all say this is my space and um, it was the best decision I ever made, and I, I've made such amazing friends, and it was great. Like, it was just being able to experience, like, the bad side sometimes, like, going to a house that you didn't see yourself in, and then, like, it really is something, like, clicks in you. Like, you just walk in, and you're like, this is home. I can be my com- true, authentic self, and they will love me even when I'm mean or positive or happy, and they would just love me through all of my different emotions, and it was great. Now, Jennifer, for our listeners who do not know, tell us where you were pledged and initiated. I am an initiative of Kappa Omega at the University of Kentucky. Go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Absolutely. And you referenced that Kappa Omega was was your first choice from the very beginning and how it felt like home. And that did not waver at any point during that week for you. Not at all. It really didn't. And it was super interesting because I remember on the last day, um, I had three houses on prep day and everyone was just like, well, I mean, the other two houses are better. Like you should really consider those ones. And I was just like, yeah, they're nice, but they're just not 
mine. Like, I can't explain it, but, like, I can just tell you, like, I wouldn't fit in. Like, that wouldn't be my space. And it was right. Like, I met girls from those chapters, and they were lovely. They were great, and we're friends, but they just weren't my girls. Like, they weren't my people. And so... AOPI was just the one for me, and Kappa Omega was that house for me. Well, you know, and isn't it interesting when people say, oh, but there are better places out there, and better is such a subjective word. Like, better for you may not be better for me. And I love that you listened to your heart instead of to what other people were saying about their particular perception. So good for you and good for us. (laughs) And uh, it's been a great decision. I mean, my best friend is still at AOPI, and we talk daily, honestly, almost hourly sometimes. I love it. <laughs> Till this day, actually. So, Jennifer, we've talked about how you came to be in AOPI. Share a highlight of what that collegiate experience was like for you after you were initiated. It was a roller coaster ride because I actually lost my dad my freshman year. And so I remember just feeling kind of like a shell of myself a lot of the times. And it was interesting because only a few of my sisters knew that I had recently lost my dad. And I think their just support throughout all of it and like ensuring like I was getting up and going to class and just like truly being there for me was super like amazingly great support during a time where like I just didn't even know where I was walking and so like it was great because they just really helped me stay on track and like you know if I was like in my house watching Spongebob all day they'd be like okay it's time for you to go let's let's go to a party let's let's get you out this house let's go for a walk and so they were just like you know a lot of people talk about the experience like the partying and stuff like that but like my experience was really much more of the sisterhood experience where like they really were just there for me when, and I didn't have to say it, like some girls didn't even know and they just felt my energy off and they were just like, are you okay? And I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. And she's like, hmm, no, we need to go get ice cream. Let's go get ice cream. I think ice cream will make you feel better. I'm like, ice cream would make me feel better. Let's go get ice cream. So it was just kind of like the, you know, the sisterhood and that experience and like being able to like be with people that, you don't always have to explain every single situation to them, but they'll be there regardless. And that was like the beautiful part of it. And of course, all the fun stuff too, like the date parties and, you know, tailgating and um, not my favorite part. It's actually my least favorite part, recruitment. I'm not a big (laughs) recruitment fan. I was very, very against it. Um, However, if you ask any of my sisters, they would tell me, tell them I was the number one recruiter for them. Not sure how that works out for someone who does not like recruiting, (laughs) (laughs) but somehow it worked out that way. Um, But I definitely enjoy all that extra stuff, but it was really the sisterhood for me that, that, that part of the experience and this being there and present was always great. Well, and Jennifer, we know that while some of us may be older than others and have enjoyed more of an alumni experience, that it is the after college part that takes us through the rest of our lives. Share a little bit about your highlights of being an alumna so far. So it's interesting. So right after college, I think I took like a little break and just kind of like took a step back to focus on my career and like figure out what I was going to do. I moved back to Atlanta. So all of my sisters that I knew were in Kentucky or Illinois and Chicago. So I was in Atlanta really by myself and I didn't really connect with a lot of people at first. 
And then interesting enough, 2020 happened and all the social unrest and all of the anger that went into that year being locked down and everything just coming up and boiling over for everyone to see, I turned to AOPI again. And it was super, it was actually super helpful for me during that time because it helped me put my energy to something more positive. And so I joined the work group that year and I met some amazing sisters again all over the country this time. And we got to work on really cool foundational stuff for the DEI and like really help implement some of that groundbreaking work for AOPI. And then I continued where, you know, I like to say voluntold um, <laughs> to, to basically run again um, for the work, the International Standing Committee, which has been a great, great journey. And I love it. And um, Leah definitely voluntold me to do it. And I, I appreciate her for telling me to do that because it's been an amazing experience again. And just really helping and like connecting with sisters and like redoing it again. Like it's, it's always really great to come back and just be like, it's like I never left before and people are just so open and open arms and welcome me all at the same time. So it's been a really great journey. And it's like, I think it's interesting because I feel like sometimes sisters feel like, you know, they take a break or they step away for too long. They don't know how to come back or they don't want to come back. And I'm just like, no, come. Like, there's so many opportunities. There's so many, like, and you don't have to always be, like, in a high-level volunteer position. Like, I'm more of a jump-in, you know, head-first type of girl. So I go straight for the international committee, skip all the other stuff. I just like to dive right on in. But, you know, you can always take, you know, you don't have to run like me. You can take your time and, you know, take smaller steps and just join and come back and help out and learn so much fun and I, honestly it's been a great experience just meeting different sisters all their different experiences all their different journeys throughout AOPI and how they've come back and, and it's just been a really fun experience. Now we saw one another again at yeah. Volunteer Summit when Ooh. you were attending as a participant and I got to pop in for a couple of different things and one of them was the launch of the archives campaign in support of the Archives Museum for the 125th anniversary. Jennifer, you have made the choice to support that campaign. I would love for you to share what inspired you to do that. So I'm going to be honest, my inspiration came from, I believe everything needs to up, you know, update and refresh. Like I'm definitely a throw out the old, bring in the new type of girl. And I just feel like, you know, it's time to give AOPI that up fresh and make it look so beautiful and inviting and bring it up to like the 2025th century. Like let's skip a couple of centuries and bring it more modern than it was. And I think um, the presentation that you guys shared, it just showed like all of the history that we have and how it could be highlighted and like shared with other sisters and other just people who don't know that much about AOPI. And I just love the design and it just looks so modern and cool that I was like, I have to support. So that was why I supported it. Just, it just looks so cool. Loved it. It is going to be really, really amazing. And we've now had an opportunity to get sort of glimpses into what it's going to look like. For people who don't know, there is a video on our website. It's a little one minute 
like then versus what will be now when it is finished. And we are super excited. Jennifer, what do you think will be your favorite part of the new museum? The um, studio audio plays. I think that is going to be super cool. I think allowing members to kind of come and tell all their history and you know, their stories and their journeys and just have a space where you can go listen to all of our others, like our sisters' journeys and histories through all of AOPI's time. And like, you know, we've been an organization for 125 years so far and we're going to be an organization for another 125 and more. So it's just, it's going to be so cool just to be able to be able to experience all that history and, you know, connect with sisters that, we're here in 1970s, 1930s, 2020s, 50 and beyond. So super excited about that area. Absolutely. I think it'll be fun, like you said, in 20, 30, 40 years to look back and see what people record now as part of their history, <laughs> because it's so neat for us to listen to the founders and their recordings, the few that we have. Yeah. So as you know, and as you just mentioned, through the museum, we are preserving our history while also preparing for the future. What is one piece of advice that you would offer our younger sisters who are just beginning their AOPI experience? Enjoy it. Enjoy every little bit. I know there's going to be times where, you know, you might get in arguments with your sisters. You don't like a certain protocol that gets rolled out from headquarters or things like that. But honestly, those are just so much smaller details to just enjoying being with your sisters and experiencing the sisterhood and the fun events that you guys will go together and just, you know, the things I miss most is just being able to walk downstairs and then be in a whole kitchen. There's like 15 girls and we're just all talking and like talking about the night before and, you know, figuring out what's about to do the next day and all just hanging out together. And like, that's the part you miss the most is just those small minor things but they're so great you know everyone in the tv room watching movies on friday nights and catching up on mean girls and like you know haven't seen that in a while so let's watch it all again and it's just things like that that you just love so just enjoy the small moments absolutely okay so are you ready for everyone's favorite part 20 questions yes um yes do you prefer coffee or tea tea milk chocolate or dark Dark chocolate. Your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Shoes or purses? Purses. Sunrise or sunset? Sunsets. Your favorite season? Fall. Your favorite flavor of ice cream? Chocolate chip cookie dough. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Their energies. Cats or dogs? Dogs. What is your biggest pet peeve? Passive aggressive people. Your favorite board game? Monopoly. Your first job? Dunkin' Donuts. Do you like surprises? No. Not what at is all. not at all? <laughs> what is one song you know all the words to? Lovers and Friends by Usher, Little John, and Ludacris. Do you like your handwriting? No, it's chicken scratch. Now we are now in the last year of the biennium, so all roads lead to convention. Jennifer, where was your first AOPI convention? 
I've never been. So your first one will be... Dallas-Fort Worth. Absolutely. We'll be headed to Dallas to a little town outside of it. I think it's a little town, Grapevine, Texas. Yes. So your first convention will be 2023. Yes, it will be. I cannot wait to hear what you think of it. My very first one is still among my very favorites. What is one thing you cannot travel without? My face moisturizer, cleanser, anything with like beauty and hygiene, like toothbrush, all that stuff. I can't travel without. Window or aisle seat? Windows. Your favorite of our brand colors? Oh, Confident Coral. Now, what do you think will be your favorite convention tradition? I don't know. Because I've never been, so I don't even know what traditions that they, you guys have. This will also be something that we have to circle back to at the end. I can't wait for you to tell me what will be your new favorite tradition. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. Um, next year's conventions. I'm excited. Oh, I am too. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing your AOPI story and talking about all things life in 20 questions. And thank you for taking time out of your day to share a little bit more with our sisters about why you supported the archives campaign. And as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm-hmm.